Welcome to Disarming Persuasion, the podcast for sales and business leadership professionals. My name is Dave Rosenberg, and I am the founder and principal at Locked On Leadership, a consulting firm with a mission to replace Thank God It's Friday with Thank God It's Monday. With me is my co-host, a man who can literally teach sales with one hand tied behind his back, Darren Cecil. Filling in for Darren, the amazing Anne Bonnie. And what are we going to talk about today? You know, 2021 is coming to a close, Dave. I don't know if you've noticed. And I thought it might be cool to kind of talk about year in review, you know, with our clients, with our teams. Coming to a close, it just started. I know, right? How is it December? You know, when I was on deployment, we used to say, Days were like weeks and weeks were like days. Yes. Yep. I remember that when I went to Iraq too. Yeah. Well, you went to Iraq? I went on some morale building tours. And uh, so that's, I remember people over there saying that. Yeah. We had a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Every day is a Monday, Groundhog Day. And of course, when you're at sea, one of my favorite sayings was that uh, deployment's a lot like prison with a higher probability of drowning. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. So at any rate, um, looking back on the year, this has been an incredible year. It is hard to believe that, that one, it's the end of the year. And I think about the journey I've been on. Um, and, and I know you too. And I imagine our listeners as well. Uh, it's, it's hard to believe I, we are where we are today. Well, and I, and I think we're all, you know, just like the 2020 ending, we were all like, yes, 2021. And now... Now we're all like, yes, 2022, please <laughs> give us a break. But I know there's been so many good things that's happened. Um, and I think especially if your business is struggling or your clients are struggling, your industry struggling, which I know a lot are, this might be a great time to look back at the year and talk about all the good stuff. No, I think he nailed it. Um, I actually did, did a, a blog on this. Yep, Mike dropped on. Because th- there's a tendency when we look back to go, you know, oh, this is, I, I failed to accomplish this. I didn't accomplish this. And, and this is where the challenge of goals come in, right? And they tell people talk about setting goals. And so probably this time last year, you set goals for this year. Some of them, you would, some people out there achieved them all, you know, and, and that makes it easy to celebrate, right? Yep. Um, some people achieved some of them and not others. And depending on, you know, 50 50, where that falls, how the mindset. And some people may not have achieved any of them. It, it, it's it's a challenge because if you didn't achieve as many as you wanted or most of them or any of them, then you sit back and you start thinking, you know, wah, wah, wah. Right, right. What, what do you do? My doorbell just rang. I didn't know I had a doorbell. <laughs> you thought this was the dark ages? People just beat on your cave wall? I just moved, Dave. Okay, but this is the 21st century. Doorbells are doorbells are a thing of like the 20th century. It was one of my goals for 2021 to get a doorbell, and now I have one. Well, let's celebrate. Right? I think it's a package. We'll figure that out later. Anyway. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. The doorbell is part of the package when you get <laughs> to new place. <laughs> so, looking at... <laughs> 
forget where we are now. <laughs> I turned off all my alerts except my doorbell. Yeah. So uh, the question is, how, how do you deal with it when, you know, maybe you didn't meet enough of your goals to feel good about? It? Right? Well, it's I easy to celebrate the, the obvious wins. Yeah, right. And the ones that you were planning on and you're like, yeah, yeah I did it. Well, when you get to the end of the year and you realize that you didn't reach your goals, it's important to sit down and say, okay, what did I do? You know, because you weren't sitting around eating bonbons. You know, we all know we've been working our buns off. This has a, been a unique year uh, in the universal history of life. Um, so it's important to say, okay, yes, I didn't do those things. What did I do? And celebrate those things. And then also say, hey, if I'm disappointed that I didn't hit those goals, let's look at why didn't I hit them? And what can I do differently next year to make sure that I hit them? Yeah. Um, there, there's a cautionary tale in there. Why didn't I hit them? And that, that's a dangerous question in my book. And, and I, we've talked about this before. And I've certainly you know, written about this. We talk about sports psychologists. When you start looking at what you didn't do well, right? We get more of what we think about. And so we really need to look at what we did well. And maybe in the areas where we didn't achieve our goals, we still focus on the progress we made towards them. Yeah. Because you did something towards those goals. Hopefully. Right. Well, if you didn't, you were doing something else. But I, I'm almost sure your business, one, doesn't look the same as it did a year ago. And two, there are some places where your business are better than they were a year ago. Well, but I think, and I agree with you that, you know, thinking about how I failed, you know, or what I did badly might bring in more, but I would contend and I would, I would challenge you that past behavior is a best predictor of future behavior. And by not being self-aware of the way you set your goals or how high you set your goals or, you know, the factors involved in those goals, if you don't look back and say, here's what happened, here's why we didn't get there, you're never going to be able to shift it if it was something. You may find that, you know, we had different priorities. Once Delta hit and the industry, we shut down again, whatever you might realize that the reasons you didn't hit them were very, very good. You made the right decision and you're happy about why that didn't work. But you might also say, well, I didn't prioritize it or the goal was too big. And it'll help you to set goals that are more achievable the next year, don't you think? No, I, I agree. You need to analyze. You need to look at what happened. You need to figure out you know, what, what changed. What, but what I'm talking about is when we're talking about celebrating, you still need to find reasons to celebrate because oh, they're there. We're not talking about yeah. making stuff up. I guarantee there are reasons to celebrate. And if we only focus on the failures, we're going to get more of those failures. No, and that I 100% agree with you. I just celebrate so often that I forget that people need to be reminded of that. <laughs> no, but you're absolutely right. You know, if you look at all the goals that you set at the beginning of 2021 and say, oh, crap, I didn't get any of them. You just wallow in that. That's not going to do you any good. Yeah, definitely look at what did I do? How far have I come? And what have I overcome? Absolutely. And a lot of times, I know for me, when I look at 2021, 2021 was not the year I had hoped it to be. I'm just telling you right now. I, I, I thought we would be so far out of this pandemic BS that, you know, uh, it, it, 
you know, it'd be like one of those things. Okay. You know, that's, you know, that town's way in my rear view mirror. We're still going through the, it's like the suburbs and it's getting thinner and thinner, right? We're not in the heart of the city anymore, but we're still in the city limits. And you know what? I would challenge you that it's not even getting thinner up here in Northern Michigan. We have higher COVID numbers than we did any time last year. Well, I'm not talking about the numbers of the, the people getting sick. Okay. Um, I'm just talking about how we're dealing with it as a as a society. You mean logistically or mentally? <laughs> because I was with a, uh, I did a keynote last week for a office furniture organization. And finally their sales are coming back because people are going back into the office, which mentally means we're moving forward. But they've got so many supply chain issues that they're having bigger challenges now than they were before. Sure. No, I'm not talking about logistically at all. Um, I, I think the logistics we're have the logistics issues we're having are there's a lot of factors that have nothing to do with COVID around our logistic issues we're having right now. And, and and we're not a political podcast, and I don't want to go into that right now. But there's a lot of policy things. Well, they are they're a reaction to COVID. Not all of them. Some of them are a reaction to COVID and some of them are, are just policy things that are put in place that are impacting the logistics you know, of, of the world right now. What I'm talking about, and I guess in your your parlance is the mental side of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that there's more and more of the country saying, you know what, I'm not I'm tired of being afraid. And I just want, I'm just going to go, I'm just going to, my life is, I'm just going to leave my, leave my life as much as I can. Like I did in 2019, we're just going to party like it's 2019 and, 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 you know, things will be what they will be. You know, I, I got the shot. I'm not going to be worried about it, you know? And so my prediction for 2021 was we'd be much farther down that road than we are today. Yeah. And of course, my prediction in 2020. So, folks, if I give you stock advice, this is me telling you don't listen. <laughs> he is not Nostradamus, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, I am not. And, uh, uh, you know, in 2020, I thought we, 2020, I figured by summer this whole thing would be over. And obviously that didn't happen. And now, you know, now it's the end of 2021. And I'm going, oh, wrong again. So, you know, I have no, I, I am making no claims for 2022. And other than it's going to be completely different and unexpected and have looked nothing like I expect. Well, and, and yeah. And because 2021 was that way, there were pieces and bumps and speed bumps and stuff that we didn't anticipate. I think even if you did achieve your goals, speaking of celebration, it's good to go back and say, what else did I do? What else did I overcome? What else did I learn? What else did I discover that I'm carrying into 22 to make whatever wrecking ball comes at us then a little right. bit easier to deal with. Well, and I think one of the things about doing that if, is if we do this, and I want to tie this back. So we're talking globally, sort of big macro stuff. And I want to really get narrowed down to as, as leaders and salespeople and influence and persuasion. And But this is really important is one of the things that I look back on in 2020 one, I almost forgot what year it was, in 2021, uh, what skills I've learned as a result of everything that happened. 
Now, I'll tell you, personally speaking, it, it, we've talked about this offline before, is my ability to surrender control, right? I mean, I could even say the word you just, I could even, you just said it. It just rolled right off your tongue. Right, right. I, I, I mean, it was the S word. I, I never surrender, you know? Yep. It, it was just not something that was part of my lexicon. It was not part of my mindset, you know? It's, 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 and the paradox, of course, and, and we could spend a whole podcast on this, but the paradox, of course, is the best way to gain control and achieve the things you want to achieve is by surrendering and just letting it happen. That's a new skill for me. Yeah. And yeah. My life's better off because of it. You can't quantify that. Right. And yeah, it's it's funny because I had a tile that I recently destroyed. Somebody had created this little craft tile that said, if your boat doesn't come in, you swim out to it. And that's always been my, like, keep swimming, swim harder, you know, and the fact is, you know, as you talk about surrender, you know, it's about, yes, I'm going to keep swimming. I'm going to keep, you know, looking for the boats, but so many of the opportunities in 2021 for me, at least have been unexpected. And I've been swimming towards that boat. And then this boat honks its horn and I'm like, oh, look at that. So I turn and start swimming over there. Um, so, it, you know, it's, you just, you don't know. Sometimes you do have to surrender to what comes in front of you. Exactly. And so we're talking about celebrating for ourselves. We also want to make sure our team celebrates. Huge. And, and our we, clients. And our clients. And we need to celebrate our teams and our clients. I think I've shared this story before, but I remember in uh, 2010, I got hired on uh, with a kitchen and bathroom modeling company. It was October. And so I said to the owner, his name was Sam. So Sam was this big, massive guy from, from the Northwest, you know, lumberjack type. You know, he had a nice full beard. You know, he's just, and I mean, probably Sam was probably 6'2 or so. And yeah, I mean, Older guy, but you could see he had he had been you know lumberjack and I'm okay you know <laughs> I eat all night I sleep all night, whatever that song goes right um, and and I said hey Sam uh, said, do you do a do you do a Christmas holiday party you know because I mean it's literally it's October I'm president of the company I figured I better get in front of this thing because it's right around the corner and his response to me just floored me. And he, he talked a big gruff way. He said, I used to do holiday parties, but nobody ever thanked me. You can't see folks, but Anne's jaw just <laughs> hit her table and she was stunned to silence. That never happens. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wow. say that. Yeah. Right. Sam, it's 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 not about them thanking you. It's about you thanking them. You didn't get that. You know, let's, this is a celebration. The company's here because of them. Right. Yeah. I mean, you had this foresight and, and, and put it all together and I, absolutely. And if it wasn't for all the people working for you, working with you, it would never have gotten to where you are today. Yeah. Yeah. It is so important, you know, and, and especially in times like this where it has been a rough year, there may be personal issues that people are dealing with. There may be, you know, maybe the company didn't reach its goals and you've got some woe is me kind of sad news to share. You also need to make sure you're building them up, you know, even if it's just in the belief of next year and what we're going to do and what our plans are and, you know, how it's going to be different. Like it's, it's so important 
for people to feel like there is that bright spot and there are good things that are going on, especially in times where people are trying to juggle work and home and it's tough. Yeah. Or if they're your clients, you know, the same thing. Talk about the things that you overcame together. Right? And it's good to remind people of the struggles and and how working together, you got through that. Right. Yeah. And it's funny, even with big companies, I remember in 2019, I used to travel a lot. And in 2017, 18 and 19, I racked up some miles. And uh, at the end of the year, they'd always send me, and it's Delta, you know, this is, they ran a report and sent out a bulk email to 8 billion people. But I got this email with all the miles that I'd flown and how many times I'd gone around the world and like all these fun little stats to help me realize how much business I'd done with them and the great partnership I had with them to get me where I needed to go. Um, and I think they had number of delayed flights or something on there, which for Delta was less than it would have been for United. They didn't put that on there, but that's a different podcast. Yeah. How many lost bags? Oh God. Yeah. So, I mean, but I really enjoy that sort of year end wrap up as I realize how much business I did with certain companies. It's great because you're like, oh, wow. You know, and they're recognizing that. So they're thanking me for my business. It was valuable. Sure. And on top of that, especially, you know, if if there was more wins and losses and for most businesses, there are because otherwise you'd be out of business pretty quickly. <laughs> right. You wouldn't be sending right. the email. <laughs> right. It, it lets people sort of because we remember we remember we remember the hard things. We remember its challenges and, and the normal things. But that's just just normal. We expect that. And so. They don't stay top of mind. And now all you just typically remember are, you know, the time that your bag was lost or the time the flight was delayed and you missed a connecting flight. And I had to spend the night in Dallas because in the middle of the deep freeze and there was no, they didn't provide any beds. And sorry, folks. It sounds like a personal story, Dave. Was that you? (laughs) Wandering around the D terminal with a borrowed blanket on my shoulders, sleeping on the benches and they have closed McDonald's like a homeless person. Well, it was like 30 degrees out in Dallas in February. In the airport. Wasn't it freezing in the airport? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I go to the D terminal where my flight was uh, the next morning and it was like 15 degrees warmer. And I'm like, why wouldn't I spend the night over in this terminal? So at, at any rate, yeah, because we we only remember those times. right? But if all I did was get on an American flight, take off and land, get there on time. I wouldn't remember a darn thing. Right. You needed to be reminded that, yes, I flew, and I don't know what the number, you know, 50 legs with American and, you know, 49 of them who are on one-time departures or whatever it is. They go, oh, well, you know what? Maybe it wasn't as bad as I remember. Right. Right. You remember that one bad one. Well, and if you happen to be lucky enough to have a personal relationship with your clients, you know, that it's another thing to send that email. And this is why keeping notes throughout the year is such a good thing. You can call back to some of the good things that happen. And I know we had some problems, but remember when we figured this out and it's so great working with you this year and having that personal touch to that communication rather than just getting a, I always hate it when companies send me a holiday card that like has printed signatures on it. Like there's no message. There's no nothing. I'm like, really? You couldn't have just signed it? Yeah. Of course, there's challenges there too, depending on the size of the company. But if you're small enough, well, right, and that's what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, carpal tunnel, all that stuff. I get it. 
Although nowadays with services out there, you could sign it once and they could just, you know, print it with a signature. Right. Nobody could tell the difference. I, I do yeah. that with twenties all the time. Did I just say that out loud? <laughs> Secret service. I'm just kidding. Just, <laughs> just kidding. kidding. Please don't come to my house. <laughs> I, I wouldn't do it twenties anyway. Well, I'm going to do it. Do it with the big bills. Right. So, all right. So look back, celebrate your wins, even and find the wins, and then share them. Yeah, and be specific. You know, you can't just say "Yay, congratulations on a great year." Like, be specific about what happened. You know, if possible, who did what, what we achieved. Especially again, if if the big goals weren't there. Yeah, and. What were the big challenges you overcame? I guarantee you overcame a challenge. And you want to create a spree de corps in your team. Talk about the challenges and struggles you made it through. Right. Nothing creates that sense of, of, of a spree de corps, that sense of pride in saying, I, right. And I've talked about this before. The reason our special forces, Walk with a cock and swagger. I mean, it's not obvious. They don't look really swagger. Actually, you would never recognize them if you met them because they're, they're really humble people. But they still have it, right? It's it's that quiet swagger. But the reason is because what they go through is so darn difficult and right. they make it through. Yep. So when you have those big challenges in your company and you make it through, celebrate that. Well, yeah. And that also, again, creating that esprit de corps, it also creates grit. It creates the understanding that, yeah, things might come and knock us off our you know, plan next year, but we got it. We can do it. We're fine. It gives that confidence that we figured out stuff before and we're probably going to be fine again. Yeah, it's probably going to be uncomfortable. It's not going to be fun. And we got this. Right. Which that's of course, where it, that swagger comes from. That's exactly right. Which is why the, the SEALs say the only easy day was yesterday. Meaning today's never going to be easy. Don't look for an easy day because the only uh, easy right. day is yesterday. Yes, right? got the it. Day, the day that's in your rearview mirror now is easy. Wasn't easy yesterday when it was today. Ah, got it. Right? Yep. But yesterday was easy because it's done with. Right. Today is the one you're facing. Right. And today's never going to be easy. Right. So don't expect an easy day. My favorite quote in that regard is, it's not about waiting for the storm to pass. It's about learning to dance in the rain. It's never going to be the perfect situation. How yeah. do we deal with what we got? Yep. I love that, actually. Yep. I love that. That's awesome. It's a great way to end, end this is a wise word from Ed Buddy. Somebody else, I'm sure, said him before me, but I'll take credit now. Right. I would learn how to dance in the rain in 2022. Yeah. And folks, I'm just going to leave you with this little teaser. Uh, Ann and I hope to have a really special announcement anytime now. So, Dave, you're having a baby. I'm 60 years old and I'm a guy. So if I'm having a baby, that would be special. Right? Arnold Schwarzenegger did it. Totally different podcast. Well, he actually did have the baby. He did in Mr. Mom or in that movie, didn't he? Oh, I forgot about that. He wasn't Remember the 60. one where he got pregnant? Oh, no, yes. he was not 60. He wasn't 60. True. All right. People so that's often, not what the announcement is. And people often confuse me with Arnold. Well, I, I did when I first met you. I was like, wow, Arnold Schwarzenegger's in the... Oh, no. 
He's a little shorter. Just a little. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, we look forward to chatting with you some more next week. I think we're going to talk about future goals and setting it up for the future. I guess we are now. Right? Um, and, you like the way I did that? Yeah, that was beautiful. Now, now we're not going to have to worry about what we're going to talk about. And meanwhile, why don't you uh, let us know what your celebrations are? Put a, you know, send us a comment. Let us know what you're celebrating, what you're, what, what you've done, what you're celebrating for 2021. Love it. Would love to read those. All right. We'll see you next week. Thanks, everyone. That concludes another episode of Disarming Persuasion. My name's Dave Rosenberg. And this is Darren Cecil. Visit our websites at lockedonleadership.com or darrencecil.com. Follow us on social media. You can find the links in the show notes. Remember, if they fail to make a decision, you failed to disarm them.